Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You are looking live at Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN Primetime. Hour number two of Beast and Primetime presented by BetMGM. We're ready to rock. Downtown Las Vegas, Circus Sportsbook Studios, and that's because the Pucks for Damas has spoken. You got a four-teamer riding. That's right. What do we right, got? right before the games kick off, because these two college football games are about to start, I took both underdogs money line. Bowling I like Green. Ball State to get it done, and I like Bowling Green to beat Ohio. And I think Ohio's starting quarterback, Rourke, must be out, because that line just went down from six and a half to five and a half. He injured his knee last week in the game. Not sure he's going to be available. And this has big ramifications because the winner of Bowling Green, Ohio, is in the MAC title game. And Ball State and Miami of Ohio are playing for bowl eligibility. Both sitting with five wins. So I think it's underdogs all around the block tonight in the MAC. So let's yeah. rock and roll. Yeah. Also played Creighton in college basketball. I like it. Lion open at plus two Creighton. Now it's all the way to minus one and a half. So I just took Creighton. On the money line. And Puck Stradamus has one play. It's only two games. The one Rangers play. are playing the Kings tonight. I like under six. Look at that. Battle for bowl eligibility in That's one right. action game. And then, yes, it was seven to Ohio this morning. Six and a half about an hour ago. And since then, this line has come crashing down. We'll close five and a half. Yeah, man. So let's go In favor green. of the let's Bobcats. So go Hope uh, we go get Falcons. good McDonald tonight. He's the quarterback at Bowling Green. So we got a, we got a Falcon Cardinal. King Blue Jay Moneyline Parlays. That's how we're right, doing man. that across Let's the sport. All right, Max, you're about to get uh, get kickstarted right now. We'll keep you posted on how those games work out. There's also the college football playoff 
uh, reveal coming up shortly. So we'll know sh- we'll know pretty soon what the official standings will be. Not that we don't have a really good idea anyway. Uh, and to talk some more college football, it is Thor Nystrom who uh, joins us once again. Great to see Thor back on the show. Visa in primetime. You know, Thor, we talked so much and pontificated on you know Sean's team, Tulane, and, and my thoughts on Notre Dame, uh, USC. We did not get to Michigan, Ohio State, kind of like the game to start our college football preview. So with the way we've seen the line shift down here, we're down to seven and a half circa behind us, opened eight in favor of Ohio State. Questions on Blake Corum, the Michigan running back. Uh, what do you make of his injury status? And, and what do you expect uh, this number to keep doing as the week goes on? If it wasn't for the Corum like injury, like be, that being up in the air, I would I would not only be on Michigan plus the points, I, I'd be calling for the for the outright upset. I, I think I'm still going to be on Michigan plus the points because yeah, Michigan has the the running back health questions right now. Ohio State's are even worse, right? Like last week, Mayan Williams was out again. Uh, Chip Trainum was out again. Uh, Travion Henderson should not have been playing, but they rushed him back because all the other guys are injured. And he had like 11 carries for 18 yards. And then they yank him. And now he's been in a walking boot ever since. So I, I don't think Travion Henderson going to play in this game. Can Mayan Williams play? I, we'll see. There's not going to be much depth behind him. Uh, of course, Donovan Edwards, the backup for Corum, he missed the Illinois game. So, I mean, when you're talking major injury questions in both of those rooms, but, uh, you know, just as far as the overall teams, I, I feel like Michigan's closer to Ohio State than the market mm-hmm. is giving credit for. This Ohio State team has been begging to get beat now for weeks, and and, and I think this is the week where, where it, it will happen if Quorum is healthy. You know, Thor, I don't necessarily disagree with you. I, I do want to get your opinion on one thing. Harbaugh, in my opinion, can sometimes be his own worst enemy. He has, from a play-calling standpoint, called games thus far – that benefit the fact that Michigan was by far the more talented team in every game up to this point. For instance, uh, J.J. McCarthy's only averaging a little over seven yards an attempt. Meanwhile, on the other side, Stroud and that passing attack have been getting a lot of practice at being explosive, making downfield plays. He's averaging almost 10. Can Michigan, can they all of a sudden turn the light from off to on from a big play standpoint? Because they aren't going to be the most talented team in this game. Not from a big play uh, perspective, because it's it's just not their game. What their game is on offense, it's the efficiency. And they're really, really good at that. But, yeah, you're not going to see explosive plays from them, because that, that's just not the way that they play. But the, the thing I would push back on is I, I, Ohio State, their strength of schedule to this point is very analogous to Michigan's. Mm-hmm. And I think you could say a lot of similar things about Ohio State in that regard. So I, you know, I, I just think Michigan's defense is is obviously the way better unit here, and you have the injury concerns on the offense that I was just mentioning, um, especially getting over a touchdown. I'm definitely going to take that. I I do not see this Ohio State team boat racing Michigan. The the quorum thing pending, right? Like if if both Corum and Edwards are both out, that becomes a little bit of a different story. But I mean, we we saw Corum on video walking around. You know, like, because he was he was giving out the Thanksgiving stuff and stuff like that. He says he's going to be back and his knee is fine, stuff like that. Um, I hope he was alluding to this weekend, but um, (laughs) we're going to have to keep checking. It's college football. It's not the NFL. You don't get the injury reports. And Jim Harbaugh said nothing. He was mum on all of it. The reporters on Monday kept asking him over and over again about Corum, the other guys, the statuses of them. And he, he just said no update, no update, you know, and move it along. Yeah, I hate that we get to this game and there are these kind of question marks because that was made this game special and worth waiting on. We were going to see Corm and Edwards and Stokes, the three-headed 
running back tandem uh, trio at Michigan. Could Ohio State control and stop them? I got a big quick picture question for you, though. How important for the loser is it that this is a great game? Oh, well, very, I mean, like in, in terms of if they're viable at all. Right, for this, the college football a, playoff, yes. Yes, it, it, it's got to be close for the loser. If the loser gets ball raised, they're, in my opinion, they're out because they're going to lose the tiebreaker to the other one-loss teams. That That's when Ohio, uh, not, uh, USC will bypass them and, and you know, and some of the other one-loss teams. The loser has to keep it close. But if they do, they're still very much in it. Thor Nash from joining us right now. Find his work. He's at the Fantasy Pros, Betting Pros, joins v Prime Primetime uh, very frequently. So great to have Thor back. We think about where we're about to see the reveal of the college football playoff rankings. TCU is going to again be in the top four and have continued to navigate every single uh, area of the minefield so far. I saw DraftKings for the first time flip TCU to a minus money favorite to make the college football playoff. If you're, if at this point you still wanted to bet that, you're obviously having to factor in what would a line be, assuming it is Kansas State, who's a double-digit favorite against Kansas this week. What do you think that number would end up being, Thor? Do you think there's a chance that Iowa State could possibly uh, keep this thing, uh, keep you know, make this tight again against TCU as a double-digit dog? And uh, just what do you make of this Horn Frogs team now that they are two wins away from getting into the Final Four? I, I definitely don't think Iowa State is going to upset them, but I, I do. I mean, Iowa State's going to turn it into a rock fight, right? Like th- there was that joke on Twitter of like, you know, th- you know, asking Iowa State, did you beat Iowa? And they were like, yes. And then they were like, what did it cost? And then Iowa State <laughs> responded, we became Iowa. Um, it, that's just the way they, they play this year. You know, it, every game is ugly and it, it's a rock fight. That's what they're going to try to do with TCU. But TCU has become comfortable in some of those lower scoring games, which you, you would not have expected. The Texas one uh, fell in line with that. So they, they've won games like that this year. Uh, the, you know, the, the spread is a, is a different question. It is a little bit lower than my system showing. My my system's got TCU as a 13.4-point uh, favorite. And in the market, it's 9.5 or 10 or whatever it is. But, um, I yeah, I mean, TCU going to win this week. But the, the Big 12 title game is where it gets really interesting. Yeah, Tim's been trying to beat TCU all year, and I keep telling I him, just is. stop. Like, they're comfortable. <laughs> like, sometimes, you know, it's the perfect organic mixture. Max Dugan needed Sonny Dykes. Sonny Dykes didn't realize that he needed Max Dugan because it didn't start him initially. But once Max got the job, it's kind of just been this fairytale story ever since. They have a great running back. They have two, three dynamic wide receivers. They're able to stay calm when everything's chaotic, Thor. That's why they win. Like, the practice, the repetition it takes to run that field goal team on, run that offensive unit off, not have anybody false start, not have the snap trickle back there or snapped over the guy's head, have the kicker line up. Like, man, they are well-coached, and they have big-time players, and they don't ever panic under pressure. That's well said. And and the one thing we knew about TCU coming into this year was they returned a metric ton of experience. Now, I, I think people weren't giving them the credit that maybe, you know, in hindsight, they definitely deserve because that experience last year, it was the same guys that got Gary Patterson fired. But I mean, th- that had turned into a very weird situation. And Sonny Dykes, obviously, by definition, addressed the two biggest things, the two biggest issues that they had last year, which is they did not have a passing game. And of course, you bring in Sonny Dykes, your your passing game is immediately going to go up. And then the defense, which had gotten like the the one year drop off from the previous year to last year of the TCU defense. It was so precipitous. You knew the defense was going to be better, especially returning nine starters or whatever, Mm -hmm. maybe even 10. So, I mean, and, and the defense has been even better than people would have anticipated. 
Thor, Alabama is laying 22 points in the Iron Bowl. <laughs> Team it is uh, just, for by their standards, been a disaster in the back half of the season. And we've seen how Auburn, how hard they've played under interim coach Cadillac Williams, two straight wins and two straight covers. You you going uh, against Alabama again this week? What would what is your line also uh, for for this spot here with the tied over three touchdown favorites? Without making any adjustments, it, it it's right in line with with where the thing is in the market. It's like Alabama minus twenty three, but I'm definitely not laying the points with Alabama. I'm I'm going to be on Auburn. Um, I I do think Auburn's gonna gonna keep this thing closer. And who knows, maybe even put a scare into Alabama. It's not just a discrepancy of motivation here. Auburn's five and six. They've now rallied into, you know, improbably being in a position where if they pull the stunner here, they're going to make a bowl game. Um, and then, you know, with, with Alabama, you got the two losses. You're not playing in the SEC title game next year. For, for them, it's it's an enormous disappointment. I also think Auburn matches up okay here because Auburn has the really good pass defense, but they have a terrible run defense. Gibbs is going to get his yards, but Bryce Young and the, the crappy receivers that Bryce Young has, the aerial attack for Alabama is going to play way down. And then on the other side, Alabama's defensive strength is their pass defense. Their run defense is not very good. Auburn, all they do is run because they can't pass. Auburn is going to be able to stay on schedule on offense. They've been playing really hard for Cadillac. I think they keep this within the number. I mean, 22, Sean. (laughs) Real quick, you got an opinion in the egg bowl? We got about 20 seconds left. Absolutely, yeah. I'm going to be on uh, Mississippi State in that one. Um, both of the offenses are going to do well. You might want to look at the the over two because they both have good matchups, but I'd be on Mississippi State. We're seeing that. Uh, yeah, look at that number continue to drop. We're at 59, so you could be able to uh, buy buy low, get a, a nice uh, cheap price on an over there. Thor Nystrom, so nice of him to join us great here stuff. on Prime Primetime. Always great to chat with you, Thor. Give him a follow at uh, Thorku on Twitter. When we return, Devin Walker joins. We've got some college hoops discussion to get into. That's next. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. 
Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my my day. day. (laughs) (laughs) This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Have to wait until after Turkey Day to score a Black Friday deal with VEASAN. New VEASAN Pro annual subscribers get a $30 credit to the VEASAN store. With VEASAN Pro Access, you get a daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits let you see where the money and bets are moving every game. Deep dive daily betting reports, plus our upcoming College Bowl and Super Bowl betting guides. The VEASAN store is a great place to shop for VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, this is a limited time Black Friday offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at vsan.com slash subscribe. Big thanks to Thor Nystrom for stopping by again. Thor likes the points with Auburn, plus 22. Likes the points with Michigan, assuming Blake Corm is healthy, plus the 7.5. Also, the over in Ole Miss, Mississippi State at 59. But as you kind of broke some news earlier, Sean, your yeah, sources man. are saying Mike Leach is going to be uh, he's leaving resigning. town? He's reti- retiring. I think the word they used was retire. retire. Yeah. Man. After the Egg Bowl. So Mississippi Keep that in mind, everybody. State. Openings. Oh, apparently. So. Maybe our next yeah. guest wants to leave M- MTV and become a college football head coach. To pontificate. Hell, Jeff Saturday left television, <laughs> went in, you know, ran the Indianapolis Colts. So we see it's possible. I mean, you've coached before too, Sean. You're, you're right. on TV right now. Yeah, I'm happy. But you, you do look happy. Yeah, I'm happy. You have it, man. Devin Walker is the guy Sean is talking about <laughs> uh, for, at MTV. Devin Walker. Devin, uh, your Twitter bio says professional game player, sports better, and fashion icon. Which of those three would you would you power rate the highest? Um, among your, uh, your, your personal strengths based on my jacket choice tonight i gotta go uh i, I probably gotta go with with fashionista topping the uh topping the list there although i have been on kind of a heater on this show we hit another okay. we hit another little parlay if uh if i'm not wrong so you know we're, we're trending in the right direction there i we, do like i like the gold jacket we that's, did that's we nice, had texas nice tech um teased up Duke teased up Boston College. Look no, it was guys. just Duke and Texas Tech you had. Yep. 
Wow. Nice hit, with the, man. With the points. Uh, yeah. with the points. Sean's on Sean's on Creighton Moneyline tonight. We go out to Maui. Flip Shout a, out to flip the Blue favorites Devils, by there. The way. They, they saved him. Oh, Duke did. they were down 28-14. Yeah, that was they, as one of the luckier. On the scale of one to Rutgers, yeah. that was about as lucky of a backdoor <laughs> as you were going to get. I was in studio when that happened. Yes, Duke in the backdoor gets pit. Uh, but, Devin, as we look at the Maui Invitational, college hoops getting set, the main games tonight. We had some of the consolation games earlier today. My guy, Sean's on Creighton Moneyline. We've seen the market go toward the Blue Jays' direction in the spot against the Razorbacks of Arkansas. You you agree with the, that line move in general here? Yeah, I mean, based off of Creighton's performance last night, they they seem to you know have, have a few more pieces here. Um, I'm on a different play in this game. I'm actually looking at the under here. Um, it's the only under that I'm that I'm targeting in college basketball tonight. Uh, I just think that uh, teams on back to backs, which both of them are, uh, and teams that are a little bit more on the same level, uh, generally tends to come down to the defensive end of the floor. So I'm expecting both Creighton and Arkansas to commit fully on the defensive end, and uh, 144 and a half just seems a little high for me. Um, so I'm going to be. I actually agree with the Creighton play. I do think it'll be a close game, um, but uh, it's the under for me tonight. I'm 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 really liking that. I'd be surprised if we get into the one. 40s I, I feel like this should clear easily and Sean I like the fact that Creighton just played Texas Tech that's seventh in Ken Palm defense you have a guy in Arthur Kaluma who can stretch the floor score inside or outside probably around one draft pick next year and now you're taking on like to prepare for Arkansas you got to face good defense and yeah because Musselman that's his calling card you know he's done a great yeah. job I think he was at Nevada initially he now he's taking advantage of this op uh, opportunity at Arkansas uh, they're gonna get up they're gonna pressure you I, I like to call Devin I took Creighton money line as well mm -hmm. so Let's both cast some tickets. Tonight. How about the, the night game as well? Absolutely. So we saw, I mean, talk about, you go from a contrast to styles if you're the Wildcats of Arizona tonight. <laughs> Under Tommy Lloyd, you put up 101 against Cincinnati in the late game last night in Maui. Now you turn around, you face, uh, you, go, you, go, you go against uh, Brian Dutcher's just grind you to death San Diego State defense here. San Diego State coming off an impressive win of their own to move into the top 15 of the Ken Palm rankings. Although San Diego State was able to score, put up 88 on Ohio State in game one of the tournament there, 88-77. Uh, what do you think about the spot here for Arizona coming off the, the big win against a good San Diego State defensive team? Yeah, this this for me, uh, I, I really do like Arizona here. Um, I, I think it's... It's going to be a game where obviously the the styles clash, right? So for me, it's who can get the other one to play their style. Uh, and I think that there's a nice opportunity for Arizona to bait uh, the Aztecs into playing a little faster than they they might normally. Uh, and I think that, that that benefits this Wildcat team. I think that this Arizona team could win a national championship. I think that they are very, very talented on both sides of the court. And I think that, um, you know, their coaching and their depth, their, ben their bench depth, uh, you know, paired with their ability to make clutch free throws is going to get them A, into the tournament with a really high seed. But also, I'd be very surprised if we don't see this team make a legitimate run. Um, I, I think that them winning, you know, close games against high competition is going to start tonight. I'm all over the Arizona Wildcats money line on this one, and I feel really good about it. Nice. A short uh, this, favorite. Uh, what, minus two or yeah. one and a half, so not taking the money line. I, I like the yeah. mindset that Devin's in because this is how I approach college basketball. Like, I really just take advice from guys that this is what they specialize in. But I'm always mm -hmm. trying to use the eye test to see, okay, who can win this all? Like, who, who can I get some great value on right now that I think can make a deep run? Uh, so the fact that that's how you're viewing Arizona, not just in – you know, the micro, but the macro, I think is really important. Two futures bets I have 
and probably a lot of people too, but Houston and Texas mm. to me have been, I mean, mm. impressive on a level that looks like, hey man, they might not lose. I know they will, but they've been really, really impressive to me. That Texas team is just solid all the yeah. way around. So they're they're another one, as you said, that passes the eye test for sure. Um, but I think I, I'm I'm interested to watch every second of this Arizona game against you know uh, a San Diego State team that has got length, they've got size, they're fast, uh, they can hit outside shots. So they really are the full package for college basketball. And if Arizona can come out as a minor favorite, maybe win this game by seven, eight, nine. Um, I think I'll, I'll really like this uh, this Arizona team moving forward. Oh, and this is why it, yeah. this is this is why I like our show, man. Because I hadn't got a chance to watch Arizona, right? But on a Tuesday, they don't kick till <laughs> or tip till seven thirty. Yeah, so I'll sit down tonight and, and I'll look a little closer. So appreciate you, Dev. Well, we always Absolutely. see. I mean, Maui is one of those tournaments every year. You, you see teams against really elite competition for the first time. Dayton in 20, uh, 2019, the tournament was a great example. A team that just exploded in front of a national audience, saw their futures odds cut down, and, and were going to be a legit team before COVID canceled the tournament. Uh, you get those opportunities uh, every single year. Devin, the other big tournament going on right now, it's the Empire Classic. We saw Syracuse right. really get pushed by Richmond last night. So the Orange win it in overtime. Now taking on a Mike Anderson-led St. John's team as he's tried to reverse the culture there in New York. And so St. John's beats Temple to match up tonight. Uh, Johnny's laying about three and a half. What do you like there? It's a cloudy day here in Western Massachusetts on the eve of the largest party night in the history of the United States. And it's going to be a red storm tonight. Give me St. John's. I like the money line. I don't mind laying the points. Uh, this Syracuse team is getting some deflated lines, in my opinion, uh, for for who they used to be. Um, I watched parts of this game, uh, their their last game. They look okay, but this St. John's team looks like somebody that could make uh, again a, a deep run, and I'm expecting them to come out and 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 put the hurt on Syracuse. This is, uh, I've got this game on the money line. I've got the spread. I've got it in teasers. So if this one goes down, if it's not a red storm tonight, uh, I won't be wearing the gold jacket for, for much longer, but, uh, we could, we could have the recipe for a big night tonight. If St. John's can pull this out John, the uh, cigar lounge going to be popping tomorrow night. Uh, for... Oh, the cigar lounge pops every well, I mean, night, I baby. That, We're but... There tonight. Matter of fact, I'm going to make sure I get this clip so I can show them how well dressed okay. my brother <laughs> from another you, mother Devin. is. I love that jacket. I knew, I knew he, you knew he would pass the test. When I looked and saw test. Syracuse three and one, I was shocked because I've caught yeah. like about when half you, of a couple halves right, of some of these snippets. games, and I'm like, ah, man, I don't not know how impressive. much longer Jimmy B got. But <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're not a three and one caliber team. Don't no, it doesn't. Like it doesn't look that way to me. And I think that I think we'll see who Syracuse really is tonight against a, a very fast-paced offense in uh, in a in an under uh, underrated defense. I think, in my opinion, in St. John's, they can pressure the ball. Um, they'll give you different looks. And if this Syracuse team thinks they're just gonna be able to play the same way that they did in in these previous games, they're gonna have a rude awakening because this St. John's team is the real deal, in uh, my opinion. One last play I know you have for us here, Devin. I, you're gonna I, you should probably take off the gold jacket before you explain this because these are two ugly teams. SMU, well, the Stangs take it on the Raging Cajuns. Two teams outside the top 140 in Ken Palm uh, meeting off in Dallas tonight in a, a tightly lined game here. What do, what do you like there? Give me the Mustangs money line. Uh, this is a game Ponies. that I saw the, 
the spread on. And I actually need to give a shout out to my man, uh, Seth Lockard at Seth Lockard 20. I believe it is on Twitter. Lockard's locks. He loves this game. Uh, absolutely loves SMU. Doesn't, doesn't, uh, agree with the spread. I'm going to tail my guy here and, uh, and rock with SMU. Give me the Mustangs money line. Give them to me with the points. I have them in my teaser. I'm all over the Mustangs wow. tonight. We're running Stangs. wild here in Massachusetts. Running wild. All right. Well, enjoy your, uh, your red storm of, uh, yeah, that is a great party night uh, tomorrow. Enjoy and hope good luck to you on the St. John's play uh, as well. Devin Walker, great at stuff, MTV. D. Devin Walker, Appreciate joining you us boys. Uh, right now, yes, you as well. Great to catch up with you. We'll have you on again here on Beeson Prime Time, talking some college hoops. When we return, time to go to the college football official rankings here. What uh, what Sean makes of the new college football playoff rankings and the predictions going forward. We'll update you on Maction as well when we come back. Time with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSEN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSEN.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? The betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. You can check out not only today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits, another way VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. A simultaneous bang-bang in the action for one Sean King. Yeah, Ball know, State, Tutty, Bowling Green to like the house. like them too. Um, nice. Took Ball State, money line. Took Bowling Green, money line. Both just went up 7-0. We'll see if the and good ha- times I mean, can continue to roll, man. Within like five seconds of each other. Yeah. You look up, boom, you look over there. And the mics are sensitive, so I won't. Reenact. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't have to. I don't want to scare anybody. You, you, you don't need to. Please don't do yeah. that. It is Just rush know the hour. level of testosterone in the studio is high in yeah. the breaks. Very, very. That's what, when we're sweating bets. <laughs> that's, that's usually what happens. We do have the college football playoff rankings out now. Those have officially been released. Top four unchanged, as we were all expecting. Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, TCU, your one through four. There was a little bit of a, I would, I would describe it as a procedural uh, change from the AP rankings right now where in the college football playoff rankings, you have uh, LSU that is now fifth, USC sixth. But as we all know, mm-hmm. for LSU, you're going to have to beat Georgia as likely a double-digit underdog in Atlanta in the SEC title game. So people might say, well, how do, you, how do you put really LSU above USC right now with two losses? But we understand why that is happening. It, we, we just kind of assume they're going to fall off eventually here. Well, let's be honest, man. When this college football playoff was invented, it wasn't for the integrity of the game. It wasn't... No. Because they really wanted to present some organic path to who deserves the national title. It was a money grab. So let me ask you a question. Southern Cal just played UCLA. Basically, Pac-12 championship title game, birth on the line. They didn't even sell out. They couldn't get the people of L.A. to even come watch them play in L.A. So the college football playoff don't believe that if they get in the college football playoff, they're going to get their fan base to travel across country and generate all this revenue that was expected and has been demonstrated thus far. That's why they're behind LSU. So if LSU wins the SEC championship game, not likely, but still possible, guess what? Georgia still gets in and LSU gets in. Guess what we know about the Tigers and the Bulldogs? They're going to show up and they're going to show out. And it's going to be a whole lot of them. So... This isn't really a knock on the Trojans and their fan base. This is just a warning. Mm-hmm. You want to be big time, then you got to support at a big time level. So 
I hope the Trojans run the table because I just want to hear all the entertainment that I'm going to be able to enjoy. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. SEC bias. Yes, SEC bias because their people show up. Money talks. <laughs> Money talks. Just did, we got just hotel does. rooms to fill up. What do you give the odds of LSU actually beating Georgia? Well, like, I'll tell you, you this. Put that One of the best coaching jobs in America has been a job Brian Kelly and his staff have done with Daniels, the quarterback. Mm -hmm. You go and look at his time at Arizona State under Herm Edwards, and he never has looked as composed and consistent from a decision-making ball location standpoint as he's looked this season. So you have to give Brian Kelly and that staff credit. They took a young man that was inconsistent at one place and turned him into an elite player. And because of that, they have a shot. Because this isn't that dominant eight first-round draft pick Georgia team that we saw last year. They're still really darn good now, but as Kentucky showed. But if you go and watch the second half of Tennessee-Georgia, like they are a team that you can get a game to the fourth quarter against. And, you know, when your quarterback's playing at that level, you got a chance to win. So is it likely? No. Is it possible? Absolutely. Would I be shocked? No. DraftKings does have the three, at least the conference title games we already know. They're set. Georgia minus 15. I mean, we've seen weird things happen this Where's year in that college football. that game in Atlanta? In Atlanta. Mercedes-Benz Dome. One of the three so far. Uh, Clemson, seven and a half against North Carolina. That title game already set in the ACC. And the one other flip here compared to the top 10 AP poll and the college football playoff rankings. Clemson is seventh in the AP poll. Alabama eighth here in the college football playoff rankings. You look at the list. Alabama is still in front of Clemson. Alabama 7, Clemson 8. Uh, and you have to think with North Carolina losing in the fashion they did at home to Georgia Tech over the weekend, you think the committee is uh, is doing everything in their power to prevent the backdoor Clemson? Like if the total chaos scenario happens, Clemson could sneak number four. You think that's the message saying, hey, we don't believe in, in what you've done this year, Gabo, Absolutely. whatsoever. And Clemson doesn't look like a college football playoff team. They really don't. And uh... – there was nobody in the country that was happier that Notre Dame beat Clemson, not because I'm anti-Clemson, but I just want the four best teams yeah. to make the college football playoff. And if we're being honest, Clemson has not looked like one of the four best teams in the country. Shout out to Dabo in a year where he lost both coordinators, in a year where he didn't have the deck stacked in his favor every week. Like they didn't have like a Deshaun Watson, Trevor Lawrence at quarterback. They didn't have a Travis Etienne, even though Shipley's good. They didn't have Martavius Bryant and, you mm -hmm. know, these kind of guys at wide receiver. He still has them in the ACC title game, barring something. Well, even if they no, they're, they're locked Carolina, in. Yeah, they they're yeah. Good. So, I mean, it's just more of a great coaching job. Yeah. They, they, their presentation wasn't college football it's playoff. It's more the state of the ACC and the weakness there. I just wonder if you interpret that Alabama being put ahead of Clemson as Absolutely. as if to say, like, let's say, like, Clemson's if, not getting there. Like, so if TCU, if TCU were to lose, if assuming LSU loses to Georgia in the title game, let's see, USC uh, gets tripped up, you, and, and then you're going to have Michigan and Ohio State. Both of them are still going to make it. Basically, what the committee is telling you is it would take that level, like, it would take that much for Clemson to get a top four berth, which when you compare them to the odds, they're plus 210 to make the playoff. Take a lot more than plus 210 if you were to parlay all those potential results together for and Clemson getting in. I think that's why, and we asked Thor, and uh, he agreed. That's why it's important that Michigan and Ohio State play a great game. If this mm -hmm. is a 35-32 game, you know, that comes down to the wire, somebody kicks a long field goal to win it, the loser still is live to make it into the college football playoff. But if this is lopsided in either way, because of the lack of other substantial contests on the schedule, 
I, I think the loser might be out. I mean, they might have to have a f- breakdown by TCU or USC to right. even be considered. All those things we, we mentioned, though, if you're, if you're correlating that to what the odds reflect on your screen, and these are the AP rankings, not the college football playoff rankings. Again, the one change, LSU to five, USC dropping down to six, and then Alabama seven over Clemson eight. Uh, the rest of the – and then Oregon is actually nine, and Tennessee is ten in the college football playoff rankings. Not that that should really matter, but, yeah, if you're looking at where value is to make a bet, the outcomes that would have to happen for Clemson to actually get in way more than – uh, then, then plus 210 right now. If you really believe in LSU, you can get plus 650 right now and take the money line versus Georgia. I mean, you could triple your net worth if you're willing to risk it. I mean, no risk it, no biscuit. No, that's, that's what <laughs> listen to Puck Shradamas himself. <laughs> I'm just joking. I don't Say think that. LSU uh, I don't think that would happen either. But <laughs> with, the, with the Heisman odds, though, so what's interesting, at least on the USC front, on the screen we showed a second ago, for those of you watching us on avison.com and YouTube TV, USC's plus 155 to make the playoff. Mm-hmm. Caleb Williams is plus 110 to win the Heisman. Wouldn't you rather, like if, and CJ Stroud is minus 110 right now. So at this point, two-player race for the Heisman Trophy. See where these numbers opened. It was Williams in the 8-1 to one range. Stroud was, was one of the short shots at 4-1. to one. Wouldn't you rather just take a USC bet to make the playoff? Because like they're, you would assume they are making it if they win out. You are then taking out the op- the potential for voters to still give the award to Stroud, even though the numbers for Williams could potentially indicate he's more deserving. Yeah. My question I is, just, I what, feel like if you felt this strongly about Caleb Williams, you should already have a Caleb that's Williams a great point Heisman. Too. That's a great point. Don't be reactionary in the futures market. Like, I feel like you have to be a person, if you're going to play the futures market, that says you, you do your homework, you, you come up with your own opinions, you stick with them. Uh, Goldschmidt, who won NL MVP, was 75 to 1. Sandy Alcantara, who was Cy Young, I mean, he was 30 to 1. Like, when you have those kind of convictions, it's a great point. Stand yeah. tall on them. Don't wait to Sandy's 2 to 1 and say, let me jump in now. You know, it's so much, you know, there's no closing line value, you know, when you play it like this. So if you don't already have Caleb Williams, I mean, I just, I'd sit back and enjoy him winning yeah. the Heisman. Because if you take the minus 110, and they lose to Notre Dame or Oregon. He probably is not winning it, especially if Stroud and Ohio State beat Michigan and win the Big Ten Championship. Because there is some people within the voting ranks that think Stroud should have won last year. Mm. So the fact that Bryce Young, because Alabama, you know, isn't in the college football playoff conversation, is probably not going to win it this year, a lot of people are like, well, you know, this is back-to-back years for Stroud. Yeah. What was he, 35 touchdowns, the four picks, if I'm not mistaken? I Believe, mean, yeah. statistically, you're not going to be to argue. Tied, he's tied for the country, yeah. nation's lead in touchdown and passes. I so truly far. think he's going to have a tremendous game on Saturday. I think he's going to play lights out. I, I, I've said this from the beginning. The thing I didn't like about the way Michigan's schedule played out, Ohio State's going to be so much better at quarterback and the skill positions mm-hmm. than anything they faced. It's almost going to be be like culture shock, I think. You know, I'm totally just saying those guys are faster, they're longer, they run better routes, the quarterback's more accurate, he's smarter. They, I know they're a little banged up at running back, but those guys are explosive, tougher to tackle. I'm all on Ohio State. I know Thor likes Michigan. I think this is a Georgia-Tennessee thing. I think everybody's yeah. going to be on the dog, and the favorite's going to handle business. My point on the USC front would be, like, there's no way Caleb Williams win the, wins the Heisman unless they're in the college football playoff. And even so, he, they, he still might not. 
if, if you're looking at that, you'd play the USC cool. make the playoff, the plus 155. We'll talk NFL playoff picture on the other side here on Prime Primetime. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. (laughs) I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my day. day. <laughs> <laughs> BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, 
You can earn BetMGM rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action of the new BetMGM app featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM rewards points you can use towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager with BetMGM. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today to take advantage of BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Back with Sean King. I'm Ben Wilson in for Tim Murray here on VEASAN Primetime. You're sweating out some action. You're looking good so far. I'm just pulling up our uh, in-game lines for you right now because Bowling Green now just down to uh, plus two and a half on the in-game line. Ohio driving, but you're up 7-0 for the Falcons. Well, actually, Bowling. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ball yeah. State 7-0. Ball State now yep. four and a half point favorite live. So you're uh, you're well ahead there. Uh, a lot of game left to play, but I'd rather be up seven than down seven. That's my motto. That's a pretty good amount of the yeah, half. Hopefully we can hold uh, Ohio to a field goal here. That'd be yeah. great. Yeah. Mac, you know, Maction, what could possibly happen? with you know, it's, yeah, I don't think just, these games uh, are ending 7 nothing. But when, when you play an underdog, what you like is for the game to stay in your favor from a game flow standpoint. Yeah. And so when both underdogs go up 7-0, okay, we're on the right side of this if it turns into a scoring battle, if it has to go back and forth. But I also know it's a lot of game left. So I'm not peacocking. As of yet. <laughs> not not but yet. I'd rather be up seven zero to down than down seven zero. Uh to- totally fair. Again, well the other game too, we had talked about part third leg of your uh, your four teamer for Puckstradamus yeah, tonight. Creighton, money line. Creighton, Arkansas, battle of top ten teams right now, early in the rankings from the Lahaina Civic Center in Maui. That tips now in about fifteen minutes. And as we continue to uh, to see where the where the line has gone, a lot of money towards Creighton as I update it. We're up to uh, Creighton's now minus one. 40 in a couple of spots on the money line here. Creighton going to close as high as two in a couple of spots, one and a half or two after opening two point dogs. A lot of money to the over from 140 to 144. But I'm with you. I, I kind of like Creighton. Now, Arthur Kluma could very easily play his way into the periphery of the lottery next year. I wish I had plus um, two. Well, so I didn't get, but, but I took a money line. So that's a very short favorite. So, yeah, worst bets have been made. But when you make a wager, you like for the line to be moving in your favor. Absolutely. If you like Creighton, you'd rather be going plus two to them as a favorite than them be a favorite and it moving uh, the other yeah. way. <laughs> I think that's probably a good way to phrase it. Uh, love, love me some Arthur Kaluma. Yeah, back, back in him in, uh, in Maui there. And I'll, for those of you looking for some hockey tonight. Kings? Yeah. Under? Kings, Rangers, under? under six. Yeah, Under six in the nightcap tonight. One of only two games uh, on the NHL card. We, uh, we, we love, love, love how that will potentially uh, play out. That is a tightly lined matchup there as well tonight. Rangers slight road favorites there at uh, Crypto.com Arena. As far as the NFL, we go back to looking at the, the overall playoff picture ahead of Week 12. And now that we saw what San Francisco performed like last night, 38-10 win over Arizona, seen their odds shorten pretty significantly. It, it's kind of crept further and further down, Sean, over the past few weeks to win the NFC and with the way Philadelphia has been so lackluster the past couple of weeks, I was very fortunate to get there on the money line with uh, Philly on a, on a parlay. Win by one over Indianapolis this past week. Poweringings-wise, Niners have now, you see where they're at, they're still 6-4, and four, the three seed in the NFC. Eagles at 9-1, and one, but Eagles are in that plus 220 range now. Niners down to plus 325. Uh, you, you feel like the Niners, have they usurped the Eagles yet, or is that a bit too overreactionary as far as power ratings go? Well, look at it like this. Niners' power ranking is because of complete roster. 
Like, they have all-pro running back Christian McCaffrey, all-pro tight end George Kittles, all-pro offensive lineman Trent Williams, all-pro wide receiver Debo Samuel. They have arguably, if not the best, one of the top three defenses in the National Football Conference. You could argue that Dallas is really good. You could argue in some ways that if commanders have turned a corner and continue the way they're mm -hmm. playing, that they're really darn good as well. Eagles got some issues defending the run, but that secondary is elite. Again, did somebody remake Jimmy Garoppolo? Mm -hmm. Did he go? Is this not the same guy that San Francisco thought so much of that they didn't give a playbook in training camp that they told him he didn't have to come to practice? He could go on the side and get some conditioning because we're moving you for an unproven kid from North Dakota State named Trey Lance. See, I got a good memory from time to time. Sometimes it, it, it ebbs and flows. And that wasn't that right long now, ago. I was just sharp. A, I was a few months I ago. I know, right? I'm not a mathematician, which is what I was coming to. We're in November. Last uh -huh. time I checked, training camp was July, <laughs> August, September, uh, three months, huh? Jimmy Garoppolo went from a guy they didn't want that nobody else in the NFL really wanted either. Remember, he was on the trade block. They could have had him for a bag of apples and a crate mm -hmm. of bananas. And yet he didn't move anywhere. So that's what I'm saying. I'm not going to jump off the cliff because they played good in another country against a team yeah. that has already given up. It's totally fair. So, yes, I get the power ranking because they're talented they're at a lot of positions. But I'm just telling you, I saw Garoppolo versus Dak last year. It took a colossal, colossal mismanaged two-minute drive for San Francisco to win that game. I saw Garoppolo in the fourth quarter against the Rams last year completely fold his temp. Matter of fact, I'm going to challenge everybody listening and viewing right now. Go and rewatch all six of Garoppolo's San Francisco 49ers playoff wins and tell me which one of them he played good in. That's your homework assignment for the holidays. Find me one of Garoppolo's six wins in the playoffs as quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers where he played above average football. They have won in spite of of him. I don't know if that's good enough. I just don't know. Wouldn't you say with where Trey Lance was at, though, in his development, I mean, they would be winning in spite of him anyway with how limited Lance had looked yeah, to but start I, the year? I, I would feel like there was still some unknown with oh, Lance. Of course. At least Garoppolo. We read this book. Great dresser. <laughs> Women say he's an amazingly handsome man. Cheekbone structure's correct. All I know is I rewatched those six playoff games. He didn't play good in any of them. So you say what you want about the 49ers. I get the power rankings. I actually agree with them. I'm saying when it comes time for the NFC playoffs to start, Dak looks like he's improved. I'm not going to take Garoppolo over Brady in the playoff game. I don't know what Jalen Hurts yet. He hasn't really done a whole lot for me to be pro or con. I know what I'm going to get from Garoppolo which is probably three, four balls where it looks like he's trying <laughs> to give it to the other team. Now, whether or not they catch it, that's up to them. You know, he might run out the end zone and take a safety. You know what? He might just throw it up in the air on third down inside his, uh, the 10-yard line. I just I don't trust Jimmy. I know that's a long answer, but I wanted to be very specific, and I wanted I to put the entire evaluation together. They still got a Garoppolo problem. A problem that they knew they had. That's why they gave up all that stuff two years ago to trade up and draft Trey Lance. 
They didn't do it because they had belief in Jimmy Garoppolo. But that being said, you still have the rest of the, the NFC. I'm fading the 49ers you, come playoff time. So play on now, but fade in the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, it's a regular season. I mean, yeah. You'll be fine. Yeah, you know, okay. half the teams they're playing don't even care anymore. Only team in the league, top 10 in I know what you're going to say. I'm just going to lay it out, though. Top 10 yards per play offense. Top 10 yards per play defense. Top mm-hmm. 10 rush defense. Top 10 pass defense. Top 10 average yards per drive offense. Yards per drive defense. You like Only Thanksgiving? Te- I mean, yeah, of course. You enjoy I, Thanksgiving, right? I do, I do, Sean. You know how you had that one auntie? She always want to make a dish, <laughs> but she can't cook. You know she can't cook. But she comes not to answer you, that question. and she says, you know what? I got it worked out. I'm going to do Thanksgiving dinner. Nobody's going for that. They might let her bring her dish, but we're going to cook, you know, make sure that we eat well. That's Garoppolo. But if the surrounding parts and family members are good, are elite cook, chefs in the kitchen, you can still have a top-notch Thanksgiving feast. Absolutely. Sans the one thing in the corner. Again, I'm not answering that question directly, Sean. I don't want to throw any family members under the bus. I I know everybody's watching. Ben obviously has an auntie that can't cook, so stop trying to cook for Thanksgiving. Just come and provide (laughs) some jokes. Maybe pick up a dessert from your local grocery market. There we go. Thanks for the actionable uh, (laughs) pro tip. tip I'm just saying, when you have a a roster as elite as San Francisco and they've made it work in spite of those deficiencies before, and the way to, I mean, the offensive line, that was my big question coming in. What happened when they played Kansas City? When they had a live... Dog that was ready to hunt come to San Francisco. What happened? Yeah, that didn't work. So okay, well. right? Yeah. Chargers game. Chargers outplayed them. Like, if you're being honest, the Chargers outplayed them. And they couldn't close the deal. Because of injuries, obviously, we've seen the Chargers versus the Niners and the Chiefs. The depletions that they have personnel-wise from injury bother them second half of games because they don't have depth. But they mm-hmm. outplayed the Niners too, man. I'm just saying. I, I believe in what you're Jump saying. Jump off that ship before what, it sinks. You no, know, no, but I, what you're saying is going to manifest probably in the Super Bowl. Probably will against no a shot. superior no, no AFC shot. team. No San Francisco is, is the best team to Let's go Bowling Green. No Bowling. shot for the Niners. <laughs> Niners at plus 325. That would be the bet. I'm making one for bang, the bang, NFC. Bang, bang, Niner gang. Yeah, that's that's done. Final hour of Vison <laughs> Primetime. Doug Elid, live from the hospital, joins us next. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. And- 